I was just wondering. I was wondering if there's anybody in bands typically that's that's known for having good like locked in tempo because none of us practice with a metronome like we should. That's no, the, no. That's the best way to get good at that. And none of I us. I mean, I know none of us do that. You mean like I couldn't even scissor professionals? Either um, like, well, like cover bands. Yeah, yeah. bands. Yeah, like rock, yeah, yeah. rock people. I mean, like Gene studio Hope musicians, was. different, but yeah, like. But Gabe I couldn't Roy. tell you like if you said. Oh well, this song's at you know, 110 BPM oh. or whatever. Like, there's no way I'd be able to. Okay, let me approximate what that is, and I'll start on that. Like, I wouldn't even know. Pretty much, pretty no. much everything on the radio is between 110 and 120. Yeah, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. There are some YouTube videos of guys that teach, you know, like double bass drumming and whatnot, and they know the tempos. They're like, oh, this is you know, 120. Here's a 160. Here's one, and they're not yeah, even. Yeah, they yeah. just know, and I'm like, what? How, what? <laughs> but well, that's yeah, it's just know. practice. Yeah. yeah, that's knowing the key too. Like knowing immediately. Like I mean, maybe not. Maybe it's not as. <clears throat> maybe that's not as difficult as as knowing the the BPMs. But like, I think Zach's pretty good at that. Where we'll, we'll play something like, "Oh, that's like an A minor, or something." Yeah, like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, that's probably a little bit easier that. to learn. Yeah, because that's actual yeah. notes. You know. Yeah. Well, they're both notes. Mm-hmm. Some are going that way, and some are going that way. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're both they're doing both at the same time, but yeah, it's just we no no we don't we don't practice tempo, mm. you know like I haven't. I mean I'll play along with a song about as, twelve as, times. As, <laughs> I'll learn it that way. But. Yeah, <laughs> as long as we're together, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, welcome to Somewhere in Time podcast, everybody. Somewhereintimepodcast.com dot com is where you find us online. Get to all of our stuff there. Episodes are streaming there. Uh, you know, links to our social media. And uh, you can also go to youtube.com slash somewhere in time podcast if you want to check us out there. Um, it is 2024, which means we should be talking about albums from 1994. But we're not there yet. <laughs> this happened last year, too. We- Yes, we are slowly still getting through some 93 stuff, so... I still say it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't. I mean, the name of the, the podcast is Somewhere in Time, so it could be... It's yeah, our about, time machine. We could have on 1977. Who the fuck cares, right? <laughs> That's right. And unlike Iron Maiden's song, The Time Machine, where they just talk about telling you about <laughs> being in a time machine, we actually go back in time. That's right. Yes. We can't only go backwards. It's true. Sorry. <laughs> no. So we'll do some introductions. I'm Eric. We've got Tim here. Yo, I'm here. Joe is here. Hello. And Keith is not here. So not here. you're stuck with the three of us this time. Sorry. And uh, this episode, we're going to be talking about Candlebox. Candlebox is the name of the album, debut album from 1993. Three. I forgot there's no name of this album. Yeah, no, it's just. Self-titled debut. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll play a little bit of this to get started. <laughs> Start with a laugh. Oh, 
This band is Kevin Martin on lead vocals, Peter Klett on guitar, Barty Martin on bass, and Scott Mercado on drums. Uh, and this was produced by, it looks like it was produced by Candlebox, although Kelly Gray did some engineering and mixing as well. So pretty good for uh, producing your own album there. You know, Sounds really good. Sounds very good. Yeah. 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 You can hear everything Wonder really well. Bridge Studios. Yeah. So this band is from Seattle, which means they get the unfortunate tag of grunge, even though they're the, like the furthest yeah. fucking thing from grunge. They're not grunge. I mean, uh, if you look, I mean, I can, I understand shoot. like the popularity after Pearl Jam. I could see where this yeah. kind of flows from that, but I don't, it's not the same thing. No, no, I don't. I mean, this is like straight up just hard rock. Like, yeah, you should look. You should look at this London Bridge Studios where they recorded it. You should see what albums have been recorded there. It's, it's pretty impressive. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Whoa. Mother Love Bone, yeah. Fourth Century Sound Garden. Sound Garden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Well, yeah. I mean, every all the great Seattle albums. Hey, look at that! Pride and Pride and Glory was recorded there. How about that? Yep. Nice. Whoa. Yeah. Man. They went back. There's even the... a Queensryche album in there. <laughs> so basically, if you're a Seattle band, you probably recorded an album here at one point. There's a Brandy Carlisle credit on there. Blind Melon. Two, another cool. Queensryche. I think I saw. Um, yeah, Ooh, Nickelback. Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Blind Melon. Three Doors Down. Potty Mouth. Oh. Yes. Yeah, you know. Once you start getting to the early 2000s, a lot of these bands are like, you know, the grunge had kind of gone away, but they probably would have been considered grunge if, if this was like early 90s. Like if Three Doors Down sure. came out in the early 90s, they probably would have been called grunge. Probably, They're yeah. the most the most 2000s band of all time. <laughs> yes, they are. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, they have a three. Yes. A three. A three. <laughs> three. Name. Yeah, we had, have, had to have a number in that the, time period. Seven, Mary, three, yeah, three doors down. Three eleven. No, you can just uh, one eighty two. SR seventy one. Power Man five thousand. What is with yep. that? Why was that a thing? I don't know. It's crazy. Eve six. Eve six. Oh my god. Oh uh, yeah. And I think Mr. <laughs> Fister covered L seven uh, songs All by every single one of those bands. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Did you say uh, seven, Mary, three? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. They had two numbers in there. <laughs> That's right. They're superior. That was the a seven and a three. They were named after the call call number for somebody on chips that showed chips. Oh, really? Three. Really? Yeah. It might have been oh. Punch and John. Maybe they still don't get a pass. That's the second I still no. police reference for because three eleven is named after the police code for indecent exposure, I believe. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, back to this did album. You, uh, yeah, did you read what the band's original name no. was? Uncle Duke. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I had a hard time finding any information, not um, just on this album, but the band in general, which uh, surprised me. Yeah. Well, you know how they got their name Candlebox, right? I think we've told this story, or at least I think, Joe, you may have told me this story back in the day. I thought they, you told me. 
<laughs> one of the guys went to a Seven Eleven or or one of the convenience stores to get a a pack of, of camels, and he said, "Let me get a camel box." And the guy behind the counter was like, "A candle box?" He's like, "No, a camel <laughs> box." So that's how they got their name, candle box. Do with that what you will. There it is. Yep. So this album is my second favorite Candlebox album. Um, Happy Pills is my favorite. It's a damn good album. I, yeah, I, I need to go back and listen to it. I, I tuned out after 95. After well, Lucy wasn't... Lucy. I went back and listened to Lucy today, and that's that gets really boring after like the second song. It's like good, the first two Wasn't songs. Wasn't the last then, song really yes, good? Yes, the last two songs are really good on that album. There's, well, there's that uh, Butterfly, and then the Butterfly yeah, Reprise, Butterfly. which is really good. The, the second Butterfly, I think, is yeah. excellent. And the, and the second to last song on that was really good, too. But I remember liking through, that album a lot. Really? Yeah, but I didn't go back and listen recently. This one was a lot better than I'd remembered, actually. And I was like, mm. I should have been listening to this more over the years. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. The, I go back to them, but I think Happy Pills had the unfortunate. It was it came out in '98, which was kind of a weird mm-hmm. time. Which one in general for music? Happy, Happy Pills. Pills. Uh, Happy Pills, their third album. Yeah, yeah. Because in '98, I was I was um, I didn't know what I was into yeah. anymore. <laughs> it's <was> like <laughs> everything's going just weird. I just remember it much like the latest uh, Baroness album. I remember liking that album a ton immediately. Like this album's <laughs> fucking awesome. Um. A lot of it could be nostalgia too, because '98 was a very like I was engaged, like everything was great, everything was happy, and <laughs> so yeah, you know, probably yeah, good times. That plays at a role t- at '98 for me, so it plays a big role, yeah, for yeah. sure. So absolutely. Um, but yeah, I love Kevin Martin's voice. I think he's got one of the best rock voices. Mm-hmm. He's like. And I was watching, I think I shared that video with you guys of Shannon Larkin playing with them, which is crazy. I just learned that researching this album, that Shannon Larkin was in this band for, I guess, probably six months or so. He toured with them in 99. Um, But he sounds amazing live, too. Like, just that, even that bootleg, he sounded fantastic. So, yeah. Um, Yeah, he's got a very good voice. Yeah. I was um, pretty struck by how much the music of this sounds like Pearl Jam, at least their first album. Mm. Mm-hmm. I got some Stone Temple Pilots yeah. in there. When we yeah, go through the, the tracks, I'll mention a couple times. But yeah, well, it's that drummer ended up on this uh, or playing with them eventually too from the first Pearl Jam album. Oh, Dave Krusen, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Which right. I he's on Happy Pills. He would fit right in. Yeah, he plays on Happy yeah. Pills. Yeah, and he came back. So they this band is interesting. It's interesting because they Happy Pills was in '98, and then they broke up. I think in 2000. And I think they got back together in like 2007 six. or six. Yeah. Uh, so they were on a pretty big hiatus there. And I think Dave Krusen came back for that album, the 2006 album, a little bit anyway. He plays on a few songs on that. I was going through the Wikipedia. So he's on that. But then I, I think this guy, Peter Klett, from, a, you know, I was looking through some like message boards and stuff like that. And people like, I think he left around 2012. So, and if you go, if you listen to their albums after they came back in 2006, like the 2006 album's pretty good. The 2000, I think it was 2009 or something, and then 2012. And 2012 was the last one that Peter Klett was on. And after that, they're really, 
it takes a, a dive, I think. Um, uh, the last two albums were not very good, in my opinion, um, unfortunately. And this most recent yeah, one they announced is their last one. So I didn't hear the last album. I, I still haven't listened to that. But the one before it, I remember being kind of uh, bored with it. Yeah, Wolves, I think, was the name of it. Yeah, I, when I saw it, was that, or maybe I'm thinking of the one before that, actually. Um, let me let me go to their discography. Yeah, they they names. had a they had a good like three or four albums within a, like a good what ten year period there. So they had a bunch of albums come out in the last ten years. Um, and unfortunately, again, I don't. I wasn't. A lot of them didn't really do anything for me. Unfortunately, like I love his voice and I I think he's a great singer. I just the songwriting was not doing it for me. So, um, but yeah, they have the long goodbye, which is the one that came out just a few months ago. Which I had, I listened to it again yesterday, and I just I couldn't I couldn't even get through it. Like, it was so boring. <laughs> oh, oh man, yeah, that sucks. I know. And then Wolves was 2021, so just a couple of years ago. Um, disappearing in airports was 2016. They had a there was a couple of good songs on that album. Um, Supernova was good. Um, I feel like. Uh, can't remember. There may have been a couple other good ones, but Supernova is the one that really stuck out for me on that one. Um, and then what was before that? Love stories and other musings. I think that one's pretty good. That's the last one with Peter Klett, the guitar player, where uh, he helped write some of the songs. I'm I'm pretty sure that guy was a, was a major contributor to the songwriting because. I feel like if you go listen to that album from 2012 and then go listen to. Um, uh, what's the, um, disappearing in airports. There's a there's a big drop there. So, mm. but anyhow, yes. There was also that period. Do you remember the band, The Gracious Few? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, they're really good too. That's and a, unfortunately, they only one 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 album, but they were really good. Yeah, that was a great album. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Kevin Martin and the backing band was the guys from Live. So wasn't. Um there was somebody else from the band in there too, I think. Yeah, I think you're right because I think they were a five piece, and it was um, one of the guys from another one of the guys from Candlebox. So let's look. Yeah, that's a good album. I think that was 2010, I believe. That was a good album. Yeah, if you haven't heard Gracious Few, Gracious Few, check them out because it's a good album. Like that one. Let's see who was in there. Very good. 20, 2010. Um, Sean yep. Hennessy. Was that the one? Yeah, he was, I the, think, he was the other member, right? Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the rest, the rest of the guys were from live. Yep. It's another band that <laughs> have amazing albums in the 90s and then and just then fell apart quickly. And Ed Kowalczyk became live. like a, yeah, live. Yeah. Live now, they're it's basically Ed Kowalczyk and just hired guns, which sucks. But because they got back together, and then all of a sudden they were like they've gotten back together. I think three or four times. Just Ed Kowalczyk is just a money grubbing asshole. It seems like unfortunately. So anyway, we're not talking about life. Fuck them. No. <laughs> when we talk about ninety four albums, we're going to talk about throwing Cowper though, because goddamn it, that album's good. I don't care what Keith says. Sure. Well, he can skip. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. We'll talk um, about that album and like a punk album in the same episode, just so he has to listen to it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> just film a freaking bone here. 
I didn't realize how huge this this particular album was for them. Like for me, they were always kind of um, like I really dug them. I knew that they weren't like like it was like me and Eric liked them, <laughs> and uh, I don't think I knew anyone else. Well, we liked them, but I didn't. I don't think I knew anyone else. I guess my brother, you know. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it wasn't like you go to. Um, you get a school and talk about candle box or something. No, you know? <laughs> um, they, not really. Well, they, they just they weren't. Got... They weren't. Sh- I don't feel like anyone shit on them that I knew. I think they did get shit on by a lot of people because of when they uh, kind of started and their sound was very Pearl Jam ish. Mm-hmm. Um, or you know, it was just there were there were a lot of bands that kind of had that style that were that were popping yeah. up right then. Yep. Um, yep. But this album sold over four million copies. Wow! Yeah, it didn't really get popular until '94. Yeah, I don't know when "Far Behind" came out, but that was their. That's what kind of end of '93 rocketed them into star stardom. You know, that was the yeah. song that did it yeah. for them, <clears throat> big time. I mean, people shit on them when yeah. they opened for Metallica. People didn't like that, but I think that was supposed to be Alice in Chains, oh, right? Yeah. So. It was. Was that them or well? Days of the New was also. Was that that? Tour? I think it was that was ninety nine. Oh, think. that was the ninety. That was ninety eight. Ninety eight yeah. tour. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because yeah, I think it was. It was going to be suicidal and Alice in Chains. I think right, and then it ended up being Candlebox and suicidal, which is a weird. It's kind of a weird yes. lineup. Like, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't. Uh, they don't quite fit there. Obviously, I remember when we saw them at was it Merriweather, I think, and uh, when James was like, "Give it up for Candlebox," people were booing. James actually had to say, hey, don't boo. Yeah. yeah. Don't boo him, man. <laughs> he still had that man. Don't boo him, don't man. Boo, man. <laughs> that weird Santa voice. Claus talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it says on Wikipedia that the album did not enter the top 10 Billboard 200 until August 94. Holy shit. Uh, upon the success of its third and biggest single, Far Behind, yeah. which would reach number 18. So yeah, there you go. But I feel like we got into them in '93 because we heard, I know, the, probably Pretty the first sure. single. Yeah, yeah, the first single was "Change." Yeah. Change, yeah. Which I think yeah. it did take us a little bit to get into them. Maybe. Yeah. It was you know one of those things where it's like we saw probably. the video a couple times. Yeah, we're like, yeah. I think I like them. It was kind of like Pearl Jam in, the, in that way. Yeah. Like, yeah. We didn't like Alive that much. But I think we were, out, we were. Yeah, I think we were looking for bands like Pearl Jam as well because we were like, this is good. Yeah. Yeah, there was a band called Diva, I think. Remember them? Diva? They were kind no. of in that genre. Yeah. <laughs> I think they were called Diva. Diva. Who? Maybe that was the name of their song. <laughs> Maybe. But they, they were, they were, they were, I guess there were a bunch of bands like this. I just can't, I can't even remember the name of this one. I think the song was called Diva. That was what they played on Headbangers Ball or 120 Minutes. Oh, I, th- I know, I know who you're talking about. You th- I think you're thinking of Bullet La Volta. Is that who it was? Bullet La Volta. Bullet La Volta. Bullet La Volta. Yeah, wasn't there? Wasn't that them? There, there was a, a band. Diva? They were. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the up. album was called Diva, or I'm pretty sure. Oh, maybe it was the album. Yeah, I think the album was was Diva. Now Maybe. I'm curious. I have to look at it. Now up. the album Swan Dive is the album, but I, th- hmm. I do remember that band now, though. Oh, holy shit! 
Oh my gosh, I forgot all about this band, but now it's like bringing back memories. Holy crap! <laughs> yeah, because I wasn't that. It wasn't bad. It was kind of generic. It yeah. is generic. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows if this is even because I don't called. see a band called. I saw Swan Dive, but I don't see a song called Diva. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. There was another band no, this, like this. I don't think that's who I'm thinking of. Okay. Bullet there was another Bullet. band. Wow. I don't think that was them. I think they had like a well, one these bands name. Yeah. Now I gotta know. Oh, no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I know it's on the tip of my tongue because there was another band like this. What about My Sister Machine? Was that it? That's what I'm thinking of. My Sister's Machine. Oh. They have an album called Diva. I bet that's it. That's it. That was the one. You got it. Yep, that's the one. The album yeah, was... They had two sort of... This, there was two kind of hit songs. One was uh, I'm Sorry. Another one was... Um, I Hate You. I think it's I Hate You, yeah. This is I Hate You. And then I remember. I remember the band, though. That wasn't it. Mm-hmm. Well, this is I'm sorry. That's it. Yeah. I think that's it. This sounds familiar. Woo. Yeah. How much yeah, you want to bet? More like post glam. I was going to say, how much you want to bet we saw them open up for somebody at the Bayou? I guarantee you we did at some point. Or vendors. Yeah. <laughs> they might have, yeah. Man, your signal's going crazy. I know, i got to figure that this out. This is very Alice and Chainsy. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. I guess they're kind of post-glam, right? Yeah, technically. Am I using the word post right? Yeah, I mean, after, yes. <laughs> Well, like, they, they kind of came from that scene. Cause, right. Because Alice and Jane's even Alice started Jane out with glam, all the yeah, makeup sure. and shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. They just yep. took off. They stopped stopped bathing as much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. My sister's machine. We missed them. Oh, we did. Yeah, they had 92. Um, wait, was it? Oh, yeah. 92 and 93, right? Or was it 94? The one we were just listening to. Well, I'm going to add this just in case I get bored with, you know, good music. <laughs> I'm going to put that on. Is <laughs> you want to fall asleep? <laughs> you can use Sleep that to fall me. asleep too. Ninety three. So the ninety three album was Wallflower by them. So, which I, I guarantee I've never heard of that. that. No. No. Wow, that was a tangent. A tangent and a half. It was. Yes. That's okay. <laughs> That's how we get warmed up, though. We need those. <laughs> well, should we move on we came to in cold? The tricks. How about the album cover? Who are we talking about? Bullet of La Volta? No. Okay. Oh, album cover. Yeah, you're right. Let's go to album cover. Oh, uh, it's so boring. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of Blind Melon. <laughs> it's pretty generic. Yeah. They're, and in, they're standing on f- in flowers. Yes. It's not. In like a, a sepia tone. Yeah. Um, before we get to the tracks, the this band, I, I was reading an interview with. Um, the singer uh, Kevin Martin, mm-hmm. and he said that they barely knew each other. Like 
really. They, 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 I guess they formed in 1990, and they weren't. They didn't really know each other much before that. Oh wow! Hmm. Like they knew of each other, but they weren't. They weren't tight. I guess hmm. was, oh, was the impression I got. And I always had assumed that the Martins were brothers, but they yeah, me too. All. They're not. Okay. <laughs> no, no. Who are the Martins? <laughs> <laughs> the bass player and the singer are Martins. Surname Martin. Um, another thing that I was thought was interesting with Kevin Martin was he he said that he um, you know he said he's saying he's okay with retiring. This was a recent interview, and um, he's kind of happy to to do it because he says he never felt comfortable as a singer. He's like I started out on the drums and I liked being kind of behind really? everybody. Huh. And um, when he he said when he got pushed into singing. Um, like even after thirty years, he said he's he still got really nervous before gigs, and he said, "What wild. if I mess up?" And Man. yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, that's because <laughs> yeah, I know. I thought he could have, if Man. if Soundgarden wanted to kind of redo, oh yeah, rejoin. I thought mm-hmm. he would be a good um, possible replacement for yeah, for sure. I shouldn't say replacement, but a possible like new guy for that band. But right. I don't think that's going to happen. I think no. he's stepping out. He says he's he's enjoyed. Uh, he said COVID was a big factor in him wanting to retire because he got to spend time with his his family. Mm-hmm. I, I like doing this better. I mean, so that's kind of cool. I mean, if he's yeah, if he's set up enough to do that, then great, good for him. Yeah, you know, I guess they made some serious money on that first album. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, he uh, yeah, they were on Maverick, I mean, I, which was uh, Madonna's, Madonna's label. Oh yeah. That's the label Deftones are on. Right? She was trying or, to get yep. some some of that Seattle money. Yeah, <laughs> Seattle action. I just, I'm just curious how that worked out. Like I don't I don't know anything about the business of, side of it, but curious if he's like we were just saying if he's well enough, made enough money off that to be able to just be like fuck it, I'm out. I mean, it was 30 years ago, but still, like, well, it's not like he hasn't you know, done stuff. Well, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, maybe he's he's just very good at saving his money. I guess maybe he yeah maybe, maybe he's maybe got he a knew. job. Maybe he has a job. Maybe. Maybe he was smart enough to be like, this isn't going to last, so I better invest this money. <laughs> yeah. Probably. <laughs> All right. Tricks. Whoa, tricks. the tracks. Well, they got, they got a song called Don't You, and then two later, one called You. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I played a little bit of Don't You, but um, i play a little bit more of that. Let's get to the chorus, maybe. Try not to focus on the vocals and think of just the music. It's very Pearl Jam. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And even if his vocals were like two octaves lower... Any better can be singing. Yeah. His cadence. That's a cool part. Who's the guitar playing on this album? Like his solos are nothing fancy. Like there's a couple moments where I'm like, that's probably what I would do is I was gonna put a solo there. <laughs> <laughs> so it's very bluesy, very uh pretty simple but effective. I like I like his solos on this album. They're good. Um, yeah. Tasteful. Yes. Yeah. 
I mean, we talked, we touched on the production, but the production is really good. Like uh-huh. you can hear everything really well. I like the fact that there's sometimes when there's a solo, you only hear bass. I like what they, they did that a couple times. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for a for a self produced album, it's especially for their debut in '93. It's really good. If, maybe there's something about that studio because mm, that could be all those albums that we saw on that list. It sound pretty good. Yeah, that's true. Even even forced entry sounds good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they probably had no money. Yeah. A magical studio. Yes. Yeah. No. Uh, no metal church though. Huh. Oh yeah, that's interesting. Uh, any other notes on this first song? Oh, the, the two hits, the two big hits were recorded at a different studio, actually. <clears throat> Robert Lang Studios. So really? the next one and, uh, yeah. And Far Behind. Uh, also, the first the first Foo Fighters album was recorded at Robert Lang Studios. Oh, oh wow. Leviathan, Mast- Mastodon's Le- uh, Leviathan oh, was nice. recorded there. Huh. Yeah. The first Foo Fighters album is a little rough. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's almost, it's almost punkish in a way. Yeah, I wonder if that was. I don't. I haven't known enough about self produced. Probably, I don't know. I mean, I know he did all the instruments, but I don't know who produced it. No idea. But yeah, I let's mean, find had, out. He had money. He could have <laughs> probably gone nuts, but you know, Dave Grohl and Barrett Jones produced that one. Barrett Jones. Barrett well, we'll talk Jones. about that in a couple of years, right? I think it was ninety five. Yeah. Was it ninety five? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Came out of nowhere. So, at this rate, we'll talk about it in. 2026. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay, Change was the first single. This song's in mm-hmm. Drop D. How about that? A couple songs in Drop D. No shit. Yep. That song and Blossom of all songs are both in Drop D. You serious, Clark? Mm. I'm serious. What do you know? Yeah. Huh. Song's a lot longer than I thought. Like... Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it. It says six and a half minutes, and it, I don't believe it. I bet, the, <laughs> I bet there was a radio edit, though. Yeah, there had to be. Well, I don't think I listen to it on the radio much, but like I'm used to the one in my head. His singing is really good right before the chorus. Oh, the, yeah, the, for the chorus, yeah. The scream, mm-hmm. the screams. I shouldn't call them screams, but so much for you. Come complication. So much for you. Constant desperation. Oh, it's all there. Drum sound good. They do. Only good. I was listening to this going, that's a little heavier than E. That's why I looked it up. I was like, oh, yeah, drop D. It's crazy. I know. It's funny. This one and Blossom, and they're both like the, well, they're two of the the lighter songs of the album anyway. Like they start out slow. So you, Mr. Fister covered you. Do you remember that, Joe? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't... Think it was good. 
I remember it was being it, really fun to play on guitar. It's a fun song to play. Um, I relearned it on bass today, and I'm pretty sure I did not do anything close to that when we played it back. Then. <laughs> I just remember I coming like, out. Of, it's I don't, really easy on bass, but okay. I remember coming out of the solo. I'd have to find. I don't remember. I didn't put a timestamp, but. A, that part where he says I don't want it no more What the guitar doing, is doing there is really cool It's fun to play He says a bad word in this song He sure does <laughs> When the radio was like oh, You Oh so annoying <laughs> You Forget you <laughs> This part here yeah, it's really good. What the lead is doing. It's fun. Easy, but it's fun. I'll just play it to the end because it's that's when he says the F word he says it in the middle of the song too doesn't he yes it's actually better at that point too it's a better fuck you yeah song is over, over, overplayed. Yeah, it's a good song though. It is good. Or it's not as much as the other one is. No, no. Well, I don't think either one is anymore, right? Uh, yeah. Around here, there's a station called WCLG, and mm-hmm. I think they stopped playing new music around 2003. <laughs> <laughs> I so. haven't listened to DC 101 in years, but last time I turned that station on, it was still playing stuff from the 90s. So yeah, they, they play this song all the time. All the time. Hmm. I guess you want to stick with the people that, like, as we get older, we don't want to hear new shit, right? So like, <laughs> let's just keep playing the stuff where our demos are, you know? Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't even know what what's out there that's like this now. I don't even really know. Like, are there new bands that are just... I wouldn't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, like I, they I, play, they play square hammer what do you mean? now and then. I mean, is there a candle box of 20? Like, is there a new band that sounds like hard rock that will be played on terrestrial radio, like a WCLG or a DC 101 that's got a new album in 2024? Probably. I couldn't, I, probably, but I couldn't I'm name just, them. Yeah, I'm sure there is, but like, they're probably awful. <laughs> <laughs> well, they might not be. In our opinion. I don't, we just, <laughs> yeah, in our opinion. Yeah. They're, <laughs> How the fuck do we find out? Uh, to to, or, uh, there's probably shit worth forgetting about. I'm sure. I mean, they probably, probably played like newer Chili Peppers. They played Square Hammer. So they played. Some I mean, Rival Sons kind of is like that. Does that count though? They're not if, it's new. An old, if it's an old band, that but they're playing their new not stuff from really. an old band yeah. right now. Yeah. Not. I mean, there's that band that that Led Zeppelin rip off bands. <laughs> oh god. Oh yeah, they probably do play that. They're not even new anymore. They've been around for like not, 12 years at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Greta Van Fleet. Really? I feel like it. Yeah. yeah. 
So, are we on a like uh, intellectual quest to find new <laughs> music that sounds like I'm not. It sounds enough like the stuff we liked in high school that, but it's popular today. This is this is going to be hard to do. I don't know. There's probably a reason things don't sound like they used to, because like this stuff didn't sound like the stuff 30 years before that. Right. No, that's true. true. For the most part, so. Greta Van Fleet formed in 2012, by the way. So it was spot on. Jesus. Pretty good. Wow. <laughs> I follow that band, man. I know all about them. <laughs> no, I don't. No. You know, it's, it's, um, it, it is interesting to think about, though, because yeah, there's not really a lot of those bands out there like that now. I mean, but I feel like, that, like you were saying, it's, there were so many Pearl Jam-like bands in the mid-90s, and now that era has passed us. So, mm-hmm. you know the bands that sound like other bands are going to be bands like, you know, that would sound like, I don't know. I don't even know a band that came out in like 2010 that I could think about. Like this. Yeah, this is a, it's hard to even ask the question because I can't figure out what we want to know. <laughs> we need someone like what, about I can't, 20 years younger than us to tell us. <laughs> I'm looking up DC 101 playlist. And they... <laughs> Shit. Okay. Here's... You want to hear what they're... We need, we need to ask, like, Rick Beato. Yeah, right. I feel like yeah. he would know. Here's what, here's what DC 101 played in the last 10 minutes. Okay. Goo Goo Dolls, Audio Slave, Sum 41, Smashing Pumpkins, Cannons, Foo Fighters. Oh, Cannons. David Kushner. <laughs> Everyone's Google Cannons, quickly. Yeah. Nirvana, Cage Doing the it. Elephant. So I guess like Cage the Elephant. Cage the Elephant, yeah, yeah. But they've been around a while too now. They have. Yeah, they have. They played Cannons. Par- they played Paramore. Wait, okay, Cannons? That's, that's not that band that opened. This, no, they've been around no, no. even longer than that, probably. Paramore, the song is yeah. Loving You. Yeah. Loving, Loving You. you <laughs> not that. <laughs> hey, maybe it is that. It's a cover. Uh, this is Cannons. This is Loving You. Oh, I know, I know this song. This is on Alt Nation all the time. Yeah, I know the song. It's not a bad song. It sounds like it sounds like all those bands, like Riptide and those kind of bands. Maybe that's that's the new rock. Listen to those drums and uh, there it comes. You know how you don't like the piccolo snare? I don't like the clap snare. <laughs> not a fan or the of that. clap period. This song has <laughs> clapping in it. There is a snare in there if you listen closely. It's like, yeah, it's like a snap. Yeah. Never heard this song, by the way. Uh, this song is garbage. Yeah. Here comes the chorus. <sighs> I'm getting tired. This song makes me want to kill myself. Kill yourself. all it's on Alt Nation all the time. Oh. Ooh, sucky. <laughs> wow, the cranberries, good Charlotte. See, all night cranberries. Yeah, white stripes. Two thousands. Imagine dragons. There's another one. Still Imagine twenty dragons. years ago, though. Yeah, yeah, Papa, <laughs> Papa Roach. Oh my God, Papa Roach. Oh Look no. Collective uh, soul. Uh, boo. Girl. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, there you go. That kind of tells you what's going on. Hmm. Yeah. Well, shit. So, another tangent. Hey, that song, that song You, was about, uh, he was a, this, um, shit, I forgot his name already. Martin. Kevin Martin. Something Martin. Kevin Martin. I guess he was into drugs when he was in high school. And uh, when he was around 18, he went and saw, I forget which show. It was in that interview, too. Mm-hmm. Um, he saw some bands that you'd have probably definitely heard of, if I could remember them right now. <laughs> but um, he was impressed with the, their, them, uh, the, the live performance enough that he decided he was tired of doing drugs. And I, I guess he's been clean ever since. He does oh, mention drugs for, he, in a song. Except for what yeah. he said. He, I think weed and, and mushrooms. He's... He's, 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 he doesn't consider those drugs. <laughs> you can grow that. It's not like something this, you... This stuff's... Yeah. yeah. It's natural. Yeah, he says in the song, don't you put your drugs in my face. Yeah. I'll put you in your place. So... Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. No Sense is... Uh, oh, this is the song that reminded me of STP. The chorus was very STP-E. Also, uh, at the 43 second mark, you can hear the guitarist switches pickups. No, oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. From the clean tone to the distorted. You hear that? Boom, bah. Isn't that STP? Oh, yeah. Kind of that echoey vocals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was trying to think it was a specific STP song, but I couldn't I couldn't find it. But I think it just has that vibe. Yeah, I think it just sounds like them. Yeah. There's a really good guitar solo in this song, too. Get to that. I did take a note of that. This is a no rhythm guitar, just bass. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's very loungy. You gotta see my dog. Oh my god. <laughs> what is going on? Should I close my eyes? Heard me talking about him. Once again, <laughs> it's too bad he can't flick you off when you do that. It's good. Guy's good, man. Good drummer, too. It's true. You know, like, we didn't talk about the musicianship in this band, but they're all really good. I mean, I don't know yeah. what, I, I didn't listen closely to the bass, but I assume he's good, too. Yeah. It's Barty fun. Martin. Barty. He does, he does what he's got to do. Yeah. Good, good bass sound. So now we're, drummer's fantastic. Now we're to the big he's hit. Quite good. Far behind. Yeah, this song has, uh, 153 million streams on Spotify. <laughs> Is that good? 
Ain't bad. You know good. what this song's about? <laughs> yeah. A uh, breakup, no? maybe? I don't know. That sounds like a breakup, yeah. Oh, no. It's huh? about Andy Wood. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. I've never done a deep dive. Apparently, the, lyrics, so. the, well, I, I didn't figure it out myself, but apparently the um, original lyrics were uh, much more direct, and they, the producer, Kelly Gray, he convinced them to uh, make it more vague, to more relatable. Oh, okay. Uh, that. Interesting. He should yeah, do more country good. songs and help those guys out. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we should play some Subtlety, of Subtlety's one, right? not. Subtlety's not a strong suit for that genre. No. Well, there's only a few topics we can talk about anyway. You're like, huh? Oh? What's he saying? <laughs> <laughs> Man, this is like, I don't know, driving for Zoots and not being able to listen to anything with the radio. <laughs> yeah, that's a radio song for sure. Oh my god. Uh, WCLG Rock. Drive by Incubus. Yeah. God, they're playing this again? Jesus, they just played this like an hour ago. This is, yeah. <laughs> the rooster and killed that song oh. on the radio. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I still don't want to hear that song ever again. <laughs> it sucks too because that's by far their best album. Yeah, Alice in Chains' best album. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have much. I didn't have many notes on this song. I mean, we've all heard it. The only thing I wrote down is yeah. the, the ending vocal thing is very GNR. Yes, I thought the same thing. It's 100 percent Axl Rose. Axel, man. Yeah. yeah. Some use your illusion era Axel. Yeah, like uh what's the the song with Shannon Hoon? November Don't no, Cry. I was watching November this or Don't Cry, yeah, that's it, sorry. I was watching the uh this thing on YouTube that like the most ridiculous breakdowns on stage by rock singers. <laughs> and, uh, they had a rant from Axel and Just one? he actually was well, they there was a bunch of they didn't repeat bands. Well, actually, they, I think they repeated Maiden. Do you know that fucking uh, Sharon Osbourne had she paid a bunch of people to throw eggs at the Ma- at Maiden? Yep. Fuck that cunt. Yeah. Fuck her at Ozfest. Um, because because Maiden said something bad about Ozzy or something. Oh, he said something. They said something we should be headlining or something like that. I think, should, yeah. I think Bruce Dickens said something like we should be headlining this or something. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, they had uh, Axel talking about. It was actually what he said wasn't really a breakdown. It was he actually kind of had a good point, but I just forgot the um, this that he had that because this was around the use your illusions time period because mm-hmm. he had that that ridiculous dress that he used to wear or, or <laughs> kilt. kilt or whatever yeah, the kilt and yeah, the kilt. Uh, and and like combat boots yeah um, mm-hmm. but he had the most fake fucking I don't know what his, he was doing with his voice when he talked at that stage <laughs> it was. Was like, that the get in the ring voice? Um, I don't know how to describe it even. I can't really do an impression. It was just, it's like nobody talks like that. What are you get doing? Get in the ring, motherfucker. 
<laughs> yeah, kind of, but 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 it was kind of more like uh, what we just heard from Kevin Martin. The, <laughs> that, I gotta talk like this, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, wow. Like that, we got you surrounded, see? <laughs> He's a 1920s yeah. gangster. That's how oh easy he was doing this yeah, whole right? spiel. Like, why are you <laughs> no, doing so, <yeah>. that? <laughs> what was he talking about? Uh, his fa- He had done an interview with uh, Spin or Rolling Stone or something, and his family oh, yeah. had gotten mad. You remember this rant? Mm, yeah. And there was a whole thing with that. It's like, well, Okay. <laughs> He's airing his laundry, but I mean, he was I, he was talking about how like if you can't handle what I said, then why don't you instead of getting mad at me, why don't you deal with the the shitty upbringing that that right. our family had? Yeah, yeah. But good for him. But also, don't talk like that. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Hey, buddy, I feel like weird. Johnny Depp does that now too. When Johnny Depp has created, oh yeah, his he's own like he accent. He's like a, yeah, a, a Tim Burton character, right? Yeah, like you don't talk like that, dude. What are you doing? <laughs> That's not your voice. We've heard you talk. That's not how you talk. You I'm know? sure he's a little bit off the deep end by now. Yeah, you know, these people get so affected at <laughs> that level that yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, man. Um, <laughs> Blossom, the other Drop D song, good song. Uh, it's really heavy. Like the, it starts slow, but it gets really heavy. Actually, really crunchy when it gets to the heavy part. This is a six-eight song. Oh. Yep. I think you is as well. I forgot to mention it. Hmm. Oh, that's cool. When we get to some. Do you think they decide to write a song, a song like this in six-eight? You think it just happens? I'm pretty sure it just happens. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably just, you know. He was organically writing a riff, you know. Yeah. Get to the heavy part. Get heavy, man. What are you doing? Hurry up. Is this song about, like, raising a kid or something? Uh, let's look at the lyrics. Maybe. Every day as we grow. Feels like it. This is his To Be The Man song. <laughs> yes. That's a good song. Mm-hmm. These guys can write a chorus. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Yes. You can sing a chorus. Jesus. You can sing a, yeah, yeah. They can write a chorus and they can, I can sing a chorus. Yeah. Well, that um, song is not about the NBC show from the 80s. <laughs> Confirm that. Uh, Mayam yeah. Bialik or whatever. Yeah. 
Which, when I got the album, that's what I was hoping. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> it was a remake of the, th- the theme song of Blossom. Uh, I don't even know yeah. what the theme song of Blossom was. Oh, you should look that up. It was terrible. <laughs> it was like a it was like a piano um I don't know what genre that is. It's embarrassing. <laughs> I, I remember that. <laughs> oh boy. And I wasn't no Joey Lawrence? That. Wasn't that where he yeah. was the show he was on? Oh. Whoa. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. Uh Arrow, which is this is a great song. Actually, I think this should have been the album opener, quite frankly. I do too. Yeah. They open all their shows with this song. Like that's what they're. If you go back and look at their live shows, that's they always open with this song. Right. Probably. Did you ever see it? anyone see them live ever? Yeah. Well, we saw them over Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. But that's the only time I saw them. Live. Yeah. They played that place Tropics near Tim though. They did. They played it, it, oh, it, no an shit. acoustic show. Eight minutes from here. That place did you go? Super break- yeah, I didn't know. I forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, just I was gone. Yeah, I was gonna try to come down too, or come up. I guess I, I, I think I forgot about it too. It was in April. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Should have just have gone. No. Almost. It's another Pearl Jamie sounding riff. Mm-hmm. It's kind of uh, even flowish. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These vocals are so good on this song. I didn't know he was saying "zooming arrow" until yesterday. I read the lyrics. I didn't know until just now. <laughs> yeah. Well. So. Spotify says someone's got an arrow. Someone's got arrow. That's what this. That's what I thought. Like. I thought that was what was written in the. Um, like they, I, th- I don't think it had full oh, lyrics. I, I, I think have, it had like scribbles. I might but have the CD. Let me just. It sounds like zooming. I thought I've always thought it was she got arrow. Or something oh. like that too. You know, like I was like I don't yeah. even know these stuff. Fucking saying. But Apple Music's got zooming arrow. Which is what it sounds like, but, but that thing's wrong a lot. It is, yeah, it is. Well, that's funny. I have three Candlebox CDs. None of them are this one. What? I know. I have Happy Pills. I have Lucy, and I have this is funny. Into the Sun. Oh wow! <laughs> From two thousand six, I, mean, I think. I. Might have it over here somewhere, but <laughs> I totally forgot I had this album. So that's funny. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna look. So we don't know what the lyric is. We gotta ask Kevin Martin, I guess. Yeah, Spotify thinks it's somebody. Someone's got Arrow, but um. I don't hear a G in there. Whatever it is, he's smushing all the words together. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I looked it up and I got two different. I got zooming arrow and I got the other one. I got the uh, was it? Someone's got arrow. Someone's not? someone's someone got someone's got arrow. That's so, I don't that's know. a lot someone's of got arrow, consonants. Yeah. There's a lot of <laughs> shit going on in that quickly. Yeah, 
a zooming arrow sounds more likely. Well, that sounds cooler now than I thought. <laughs> this is what Apple said. <laughs> like, oh, I kind of like that. That's weird, but cool. I mean, an arrow would be zooming if you, you know. Oh, wait. So it, I guess it did have the lyrics in it, but oh, somebody had a picture online, but it's, it cuts off before that part. Oh, oh. that was a good idea. <laughs> Come on. That's what I'm trying to find. I was seeing if there's a the insert of the CD. Yeah. If it's anywhere. Yeah, I have no idea. We're never going to know. Yeah, I'll, I'll look for that. Probably I have the not. CD here somewhere. I just got to find it. Oh, do you? Okay. It's, it's But maybe they did the um, Pearl Jam here. thing and put the wrong <laughs> words in there. Just to fuck with us. It's possible. I can't believe I don't have this on CD. That's so funny. I can't believe I I don't have this, but I have Lucy of all CDs. Yeah. Not that it's a bad album. Just it's not my favorite. Not my favorite. I remember liking that album a lot when it came out. Lucy. Some really good songs on that album. Um, Just I thought it got kind of boring. Middle. I have to go back and listen to it again. It's been a long time. Yeah. So Rain, this song is very, very long, and it's very bluesy. Yeah. And it's a little boring. Yeah, almost seven minutes. No, long. because it get it picks up halfway through. Yeah, I think it's just the right amount of blues. Yeah, around two thirty. That's when I said it picks up, but it's kind of generic with the lyrics. He even says "baby" right away. My baby's yeah. gone or whatever. Yeah. Tell you my story, man. <laughs> Damn that boy can say You must be crazy. He good. You must be crazy. <laughs> Did he? Wait, what she was the first line? I missed it. I woke up one morning, seen my baby fly okay, away. Yeah. It's always a, a woke up in the morning type deal with yeah. these half ass blue songs. Yeah. I said it picks up around two, two minutes, I think. It's like they even were like, okay, we can't do the Led Zeppelin white guy blues song. <laughs> That's what it is. Now it's Alice in Chains. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, first album. First album, yeah. Oh, I think. It's a good guitar solo here, too. Back to the blues part. Yeah. Kind of sloppy, but I like it. Yeah, it's a little Jimmy Page-ish. 
Mm-hmm. Good guitar. Yeah, tone. it's like a Zeppelin Alice in Chains song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I'm almost Wait, sure that's that the last Paul. No, was that no, the end of this, one? this? This part here. Oh yeah, this is where I liked. Yeah, this is cool. Oh, okay. Do you gonna hoe? Doesn't he take your hoe ass? Say something about taking your hoe ass around or something? Yeah. Hold your ass out. <laughs> yeah, I think the song. Is, I think there's enough changes in it that it, it doesn't get boring. Not for me. I like it. I used to think it was boring. But yeah. Yesterday, maybe it was just I was not in that mood today. I don't know. I listened to it again today. I was like, this is a little boring. It's a little but. long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, can you? Is there like a little rock and roll ending type deal? I'm trying to remember if it's this song or the next one. I think it's this one. Let me see. Well, they kind of, it's not really a rock and roll ending, but they kind of, well, let's just hear it real quick. It's like, I think somebody messes up and they go, whoops. Oh, really? You can, you can hear him. I think it's the bass player. Because he changes notes really quickly. Either, they, they both work, but it's like he switches for some reason. So Pearl Jam. Oh no, he said something else. I can hear it better now. I think it's cool. cool. Yeah. Mother's Dream. I don't know something. Hey. Yeah. What does this one sound like? Alice in Chains. Oh my god. Alice in Chains. Wood? No. No? No? You're close. That, that's, it's tuned higher than wood. It's the same riff, but it's it's higher up. Play the opening track on Lucy. Oh, really? Oh, that's right. Oh. <laughs> Same two notes, but that one changes a little bit more. It's an it's an E to F sharp hammer on. Hmm. This is uh, simple lessons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow! Oh wow! Whoops! Uh oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Same two notes. Same band. Guess. <laughs> well, if you're gonna rip someone off, I guess you may as well rip yourself off. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> this is a good, this one's a good up. main riff, though. Also, STP-ish. Mother's 
think this is the one that's probably the most bleh for me. Yeah. I like that main riff a lot, so. Pretty heavy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it does kind of drag a little bit, though. Um, the last song, Cover Me, which was also a single, I believe. Oh, this isn't the last song, never mind. Yeah. This, this was it's a single, but I don't remember it being a single. Yeah. It's a cool, simple little tune. Mm-hmm. Rock tune. It's got all the chords you need for a acoustic <laughs> guitar. Yes. You got your G... You see, E, D, the C, D, G, or no, C, B, G, turn around. It's so pretty. He says fuck in this song too. The first three songs are Don't You Change You. Yeah. Doesn't want somebody to change. Yeah, I don't remember this on the radio a lot. No. It was a single, um, but I don't remember. Is he saying yeah. cover me and then he says don't you cover me? Yeah. He, he says won't you cover me and he says don't you cover me. Interesting. Well, yeah, which is it, mind. Kevin? <laughs> what do you want me to do here, guy? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, that's kind of a stock song. Also, yeah. yeah, it's fine. Yeah, <clears throat> I didn't and have I any notes on the last song. Either. There's a lot of ballads on this album. Yeah, yeah. ballady type songs. Anyway, I guess they know their strong suit. Yeah, they got a singer, so. Yeah. Well, I see him every day. In that black hair that he calls home. Wonder does he know? I feel time. like I had I had the tape first when I listened, when I got the album, mm-hmm. and I I feel like I rewound to the first side a lot. Yeah. I get to play Arrow, and then I'd go like, okay, let's start it over. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. I did that actually with the facelift a lot. I mean, early on mm-hmm. too. So there's so many good songs on the first side. Yeah. Yeah. In their underwear. 
about the gist of that song so yeah yep all right there's probably a guitar solo or something i can't remember <laughs> i don't remember either cool uh all right should we grade this thing i don't think it counts because we missed the year i think we have to do that <laughs> i had b plus for a grade that feels good. This one. Sure. Yeah. B plus. I thought B. <laughs> feels like a B. Yeah, B, B plus somewhere in there. Yeah. 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 Energy. Energy. Aggression. Power. To sum it up, it's a vulgar display of power. Sometimes I think you drink just a little too much blood. I'm sorry, I'm going to be a bloodaholic anonymous. Ah! Good note. Cutting it up big time. They are miserable slaves of Satan. Look out! Some cunts recording this. You have to be in the presence of evil. You're 